Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Oh, wait! That's not all! The Giants spring their trap. Come on, Dalgraith. Come on, buddy. Oh, fuck. Oh, fucking bad start. And the heroes must pivot and react. It is Baron's turn. Come on, Baron. We need you, brother. Even though the odds. Uh, Baron is, his eyes widen, and he's just like, not like this. Not like this. I'm not going down today. Are not in their favor. Doors swing open. (laughs) And the creature, perhaps one you've never seen before, comes flying out the door. Oh, no. The adventure continues. Oh, come on! Natural one. No! God. No! No! What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Ashpeak, the sheriff. I gotta tell you, it's nuts for me to think that there are far less opportunities for me to do intros like this for our Giant Slayer adventures. Book 5, Ashpeak, Fire Giants. My lord, how time flies, but there's no better way than to spend it with my friends around the table and with you. Yes, you! Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to listen to us five weirdos play Pathfinder. For all the hard work it has taken and will take to produce these shows, it's really all been worth it because we've been able to connect with so many of you along the way, whether it's email, social media, or through our live shows. I got to meet so many of you in Indianapolis after our two shows there, shows where we debuted our official GCP dice sets. I think they're super beautiful. They're definitely expertly crafted by Norse Foundry, and I'm not the only one that thinks this. The remaining dice from Indy hit the store after the show and sold out in minutes, but we'll have more available at our Atlanta show in a couple weeks, and then the rest will hit the store when we get back in town. But you gotta get them while they're hot. Speaking of the Atlanta show, we are sold out at the Masquerade on Saturday, August 31st, but there are still tickets left for LA in October and Philadelphia in December. If you want to go and you can, don't wait, because thankfully we are selling out everywhere we go these days. But that's all because of you. Thanks to you. Thank you if you're listening during a walk. Thank you if you're listening on the way to work. Thank you if you're listening in your office. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyway, as my final thank you, I want to get you straight into this episode. So please enjoy episode 221. So in... uh CrossFit class today. Oh boy! Here come the groans. <laughs> the coach. Uh, the coaches tend to like to open class up with a with a, a general question, little icebreaker to get people chatting. And they're coaches, not trainers. I call them coaches. Yeah, 
oh. they're, they're, they call themselves coaches. Okay. They had to go through a lot of schooling. Do you call them you you call coach? coach? Oh, I'm trying, coach. No, because we're... <laughs> just got to believe in me. I'll get there, coach. We're buddies. We're on a first-name basis. Oh. Um, I would... If I, would if, if I were buddies on the first-name basis with my coach, I would still call them coach. <laughs> I know. They'd be like, <laughs> want to go grab a beer, coach? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's probably what they expect. That's, that's they're probably kind of bummed. There's literally an entire TV show about that. That's true. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> Dauber. Um, <laughs> uh, so the question today was like, uh, it had to do with what, what's, what's the name of your pet? And it came around to one girl and she was like, I don't, I don't have any pets. She's like, you never have any pets? She's like, no, no, no. Uh, and it was like an awkward pause. She's like, but my dad's a falcon master. <laughs> what? That, what he does for a living? And she's like, no, 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 no he's Your a pedi- father's a, a king, a European king. No, 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 he's a he's a pediatrician, but he he uh, he's also a falcon master. He goes out into the woods and just like <laughs> calls falcons with down the from the sky. With the gloves the and everything. Des- I think that's the way she described it. And he goes, well, what's what's uh, does he have a falcon like a go-to falcon? She says, oh yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's its name? And she goes, Sasha. Like, that's the most unfalcon like name. <laughs> maybe it look, maybe it looks like a Sasha. I so I want to go around the table and uh, find out what you would name your falcon. I'm going to start, and I think this is stolen from something. But the the first thing that came to my mind was like Melchior. Oh uh, yeah, oh, yeah I've heard of the name Melchior name. before. It might yeah, be the it's one a character from in Spring uh, Awakening. Yeah, it might be the one from Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, uh, I think that might be the Falcon Melchior. But that's what I thought of. Like that's a that's a Falcon name. Melchior. Melchior. Yeah. This way. <laughs> uh, Grant, what would you name your Falcon? Andrea Bocelli. Andrea. Bocelli. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sasha is slightly. No 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 would the falcon be blind as well? No, the, okay. that's the irony. That's why I would do it. It's kind of a mean it's, deal. It's incredible kind of echolocation. Um, he actually does a lot of great charity work. I really love Andrea Bocelli. So that's the falcon would, or the actual singer? Both. Okay. The falcon, um, the falcon donates extensively to uh, uh, food programs. Last question about your dumb name. Uh, does the falcon also sing? Yeah. Okay. That was the falcon flying. That was me saying. That's why he had it with, I'm a falcon. I'm so, but he doesn't speak Italian. Okay. So it's only like opera Italian, you know, the vowels. He only yeah. sings it. Skid, uh, what's your falcon going to be called? Uh, either Millennium or, uh, <laughs> or Dion. Dion. Oh, <laughs> he started as a dirty bird. Uh, Dion the Falcon. Uh, Matthew, I know you're great with uh, character names. Don Henley. Don Henley, the Falcon. Yes. Why? Because he's an eagle. <laughs> Just dumb. <laughs> it's like insulting. Don Henley? I'm sure he can take it. <laughs> like one guy said, my fish's name when I was a kid was Dog. I really wanted a dog And my parents wouldn't get me one So I named my really fish Stuck dog. it to him uh, So Don Henley uh, And uh, Joe I gave I you the I was trying to go with a theme here I gave you the longest amount of time For you to really dig deep For a falcon name I actually think this would be, would be a cool falcon name Hendrix Hendrix mm. With an X or a CKS With an X Yeah Hendrix yeah. Hendrix this way Yeah I don't think you need to meaning. tell a falcon to like heel like the falcon goes or comes and goes as it pleases really well not if you're a falcon master well right? you, you call it to you for sure but well, actually a pediatrician i don't know that he's in the woods like sasha sasha <laughs> this way no, he's swinging but that bag i think they make like a little symbol and they have a piece of food and a, a yeah. symbol whatever a like live a movement and a, and a yeah and a live uh, vermin and uh, they come swooping in after it um well <laughs> Would right. you name your other Falcons after other guitarists? Like, would you have a Stevie Ray? 
I you can see that. I mean? Like a whole, f- uh, but yeah, you might like. You know what's a good Falcon name? Named after guitarist? Hmm. What? Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, that's a good Lindsay name. Lindsey yeah. Buckingham. The. Man, I really thought this bit was going to kill. And uh, how about just mother? Mother, mother, the Falcon. No, mother Falcon. Mother Falcon. Mother Falcon. Oh, that's good too. That's oh. good. <laughs> how do you feel about this bit now? And now it's really it's well, Skid just saved it. Like, saved it. It's really it's going off the cliff. Would you please not curse on my child? You are a pediatrician. It's like huh, jokes on you. I'm not cursing at all. I'm just calling my Falcon. <laughs> Mother Falcon! (laughs) Why did you bring that into a pediatrician's office? If there's an exceptionally sick child, (laughs) kill two birds with one stone, as it were. That's how my son got bird flu. (laughs) All right, we we, we did our best. Uh, Let's get back to Giant Slayer. I was really excited about Sasha the Falcon. I mean, really, the bit was great up until you involved us. Yeah, yeah. I should have just left it at Sasha. I really yeah, thought. yeah. And you, I don't know how much time you took to come up with your amazing fantasy uh, Falcon name. Well, again, I think it's Melchior stolen. Is a good one. Melchior is good, but uh, is it like uh, what's the? Is it Archimedes? Is that sword in the stone? Is uh, that an owl? That sounds right. Archimedes, I think that's another good. Was one. that a Clash of the Titans? Wait, or was Clash of the Titans? The owl. Oh, the, the mechanical like, owl. Mechanical hour. The owl. Is that right? Yes. That's oh, yeah. you know what? In uh, Royal Tenenbaums, it was Mordecai. 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 Yeah, oh. So maybe I came up with Melchior. Melchior yeah, is one of the uh, the three magi. That's right. Who was present that's for the birth right. of Jesus. That's where yeah. I was getting it from. <laughs> Uh, he was the one that brought meh. Meh. And you know what the singular of magi is? Magus. M- Magus. Yeah. Magus. Ah. Remember that character? Remember <laughs> your Latin declensions? I barely do. Listen, let's get back to Giant Slayer. Because you have been slaying some giants. Like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Up until you got into this room here. Although, you came into this room and you slayed a dragon. Or yet, a, a giant. Yet again, another giant. <laughs> yet another. But yeah, something how just dare you. didn't seem right. No. You no. finally get into this Whoops. next level after collapsing the ceiling, uh, blocking off the barracks from the rest of the compound, and uh, blocking up the first level from this second level, which is known as The Grinder, as you discovered while reading through a journal. Isn't that a sitcom? The Grinder? Yeah, it was, uh, it was canceled, but it was great with Rob Lowe and Fred Savage. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah, good. Like, they're brothers, and Rob Lowe goes up to Hollywood to play a TV lawyer. Yeah, I but saw they, some of that. Their families really are actual lawyers. Yeah, they're, they're, all actual yeah, they're all actual lawyers, and he comes back, and everybody just loves him, and he wants to be a real lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> really underappreciated was, yeah. show. I thought it was really funny. And it always started with, like, a clip from his show that was really, like, over the top, <laughs> and that would be, like, linked into the message of that particular episode. It's great. Any poop. Uh, you get in here. Something just doesn't seem right. There are spikes in the floor sticking out at a 45 degree angle towards you guys you know you'd have to, like trouble getting through them um, but they'd also have trouble uh, you know they, they couldn't be rushing uh, past these things but they could step carefully over where any of you trying to pass it would hurt of course Metro has an idea let's dimension door to the other side so you do Baron uh, casts a, a, a radius of silence there, uh, making it impossible for them to yell out. It gives Jimmer one round to just slish slash loosh, take down <laughs> one of the giants in one round. Was that me? That was you. Uh, Dalgrath awesome. got a stab in there. Dalgrath, uh, it was whatever. a thirty-eight right. point stab. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Dalgrath asleep on the one stab. He he, <laughs> had a, he took him out with that. He got, got that first stab in, but then you just came in cleaned cleaned up. up. The other one. 
rushes outside the uh, the area of silence. You guys, were, as we were going off area, you were like, how does he know where the area ends? He's just yelling the whole time until his voice is heard. And what he says is, now. Now, where you guys are in the silence, do you think you hear that? No. No. No, I wouldn't see no. why we would. Is that how this, is that how it works? That makes sense to me that they. Yeah, there's no um, sound. No in sound that penetrates mm. in either direction. Yeah. yeah, but Jimmer, after just taking I down, ain't in no silence. You ain't no. You ain't in no silence. Nope. So you hear that? You hear that now? And Jimmer, you just took down that giant, and you see the giant have this look in his eyes as his friend falls, like something isn't right, and his mouth just opens, like he's yelling something, and in that moment. You become transfixed, and it takes you back to a different time. Come on, get up. We see a young Jimmer Hardy turning his back on a young boy lying sprawled in the dust of a training field. Jimmer paces away from him, trying hard to hide his frustration. Sweating, he looks up at the late summer Absalonian sky and squints his eyes against the blue. He turns back to face his opponent. Now you can do this. Now focus. The boy pushes himself to his feet using his wooden shield and practice sword to steady himself. And we see that it is a very young and painfully thin Galabras Finn. Uh, now, like we practice, mind your feet. Jimmer slaps his own wooden gladius at the inside of the boy's calves, cueing him to widen his stance. Now get that shield arm up. Good. Jimmer takes a few probing stabs, giving the boy ample time to raise his shield in response. Good. Good. Jimmer edges forward. He drops his own shield almost imperceptibly. I left myself open. Now come and get me. Galabras lunges awkwardly, swinging his sword wide as Jimmer simply steps aside and lets him pass. His sword taps the boy on the back of his head as he does, sending him sprawling into the dirt yet again. Jimmer lets out a quietly exasperated sigh. He turns and steps towards the exhausted boy, but stops short when he sees the glint of reflected sunlight. A silver butterfly pendant has slipped from beneath Gel's tunic. Put that away, damn it! Jimmy casts a quick glance over his shoulder at the surrounding colonnade and the mansion beyond to ensure that they are still alone. Gel tucks the symbol safely away as Jimmer moves to help him up. At that moment, Gel looks up with tears welling in his eyes. I can't do this, Jimmer. I'm not like you. I'm not strong. Jimmer winces. Come on now, don't talk that way. You just... You just gotta try a little harder, that's all. Concentrate. You gotta, Gail. Your daddy... Mr. Finstock says if I can't teach you, he's gonna... Enough! The young man snapped to terrified attention as they hear the voice of Shandley Finstock, played by Charles Dance. Whoa. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Jimmer gulps. Oh, Mr. Finstock, uh, we, were, uh, oh, we were mostly working on foot, footwork today. I, 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 think he's, uh, I think he's getting better at it. Finstock holds up a hand. You are a promising fighter, Mr. Hardy, but you are far too lenient. I've had quite enough of your failure to educate my son. I have decided to enlist the services of an instructor with a bit more experience. Over his shoulder, he shouts, Crictus! A mountain of a man strides from the darkness of the colonnade into the open light of the tourney field. Jimmer's jaw drops as Crictus the Inevitable 
walks toward them. The former gladiator's exploits were legend throughout the inner sea. It was said that in his career, he had killed more men than kobolds and cholera combined. Years of retirement and excess had softened his once chiseled physique, but an unmistakable aura of greatness still lingered. Jimmer stands there, awestruck. Crictus booms. Off my field, stable boy. Unless you want to end up here. He tapped at his waist. Jimmer saw the dozens upon dozens of tiny notches cut into his champion's belt. Jimmer spends one last worried glance at Galabras and moves to join Mr. Finstock amongst the weapon racks beneath the overhanging colonnade. Ha! I thought not! The gladiator turns his attention to his new student. He eyes him up and down and laughs. <laughs> not much to look at, are you? Well, looks can be deceiving. Let's see what you got, huh? He draws a baton from his belt and gestures to Gel to raise his shield. Crixtus makes a furtive stab with his wooden weapon as Gel mechanically raises his shield to block it. Good! Again he stabs at Gel, and again he is blocked. Very nice, little master, but let's see if you can take a proper hit. Crixtus swings the baton down with immense force, shattering Gel's shield and meeting his forearm beneath with a loud crack. Gel doubles over and collapses on the ground, just howling in pain. With a gasp, Jimmer turns to Mr. Finstock, but to his surprise, the old man just stares silently from the shadows, unmoving and unmoved. Crixus circles the howling boy. It's just a bruise, lad. Your dad was right. You do need toughening up. He swings a sandaled foot into Gel's gut. Get up! Jimmer turns again to Finstock, pleading. Sir, his arm's broken. You gotta stop him. No response. I said get up! Another kick, harder this time. Gel flopped over on his back, still clutching his arm. You'll never survive in this world if you don't grow the fuck up! Jimmer grabs a spear from the rack behind him and leaps into the ring. He plants himself between Gel and the gladiator, shielding the boy. Let him be! He ain't made for this! He looks over to the old man, pleading, and the old man only stares. The gladiator laughs. <laughs> Want to try your luck, do you? Come on, then. He tucks his baton back into his belt and gestures to Jimmer to come at him. Jimmer is no stranger to the weapon. It's pretty clear he flashes it toward the hulking man's face, but Crixus deftly steps aside once, twice. Jimmer stabs a third time, and with an impossible quickness, Crixus grabs the haft of the spear just beneath the head and crushes it like a twig in his fist. The steel blade falls to the ground with a thud. Jimmer swings again, the spear now a staff. Crixus grabs the haft again and wrenches it from Jimmer's grasp. The gladiator swings it down with immense force, catching his opponent at the base of his neck, and Jimmer collapses. Crixus turns his attention back to Gel, still moaning and writhing in pain. Jimmer staggers to his feet and launches himself at his foe, trying to tackle him, but succeeding only in throwing his arms around the man's midsection. More balls than sense, this one. The gladiator swings a meaty fist into the side of Jimmer's head with a crunch. 
He starts to slide to the ground, but Crixtus catches him by the throat and pulls him up to his feet. Didn't your mummy warn you about Crixtus, the inevitable boy? Another punch. Boom! This time breaking Jimmer's nose. Crixtus turns to Finstock with a cruel smirk. Permission to teach your stable boy a lesson, Dominus? In the shadows, Finstock gives an almost imperceptible nod. Smiling widely now, Crixtus presses his thumb into Jimmer's left eye. Jimmer shrieks in pain as the surface of the eye splits, blood and ichor bursting forth deeper and deeper. The thumb digs until it hits the bone, and then he just tosses Jimmer aside like a rag doll. Here endeth the lesson. <laughs> Another cruel smirk. You poor, stupid cunt. If you'd only known, nobody beats Crixtus. The gladiator throws his arms open in a victory pose so familiar to aging devotees of the fighting pits, laughing all the while. In a haze of blood and pain, Jimmer fights to stay conscious. He pulls himself over onto his belly and pulls himself along the ground, searching desperately for something, anything he can use to fight. His fingertips touch something cold, steel, and deep in his clouded mind, he remembers the spearhead. He wraps his fingers around the base and turns over onto his back. So much pain, so much blood. The red mists part for a moment, and he sees his tormentor, a hulking, laughing shadow. With a force of sheer will, he draws back his hand and throws with all the might he can muster. The blade tumbles end over end until it lands with a skunk squarely in the man's throat. Laughter stops and is replaced with a bubbling gurgle. <laughs> Dumbly tries to pull the hunk of metal from his throat, but little does he know he's already dead. He slumps to the dusty earth with a seismic thud. In a moment, Jimmer is dully aware of another figure standing over him. It's Finstock. Well, Mr. Hardy... He kneels down. It seems you've succeeded where three decades' worth of challenges have failed. He reaches out and takes Jimmer by the hand. He takes the boy's arm around his shoulder, supporting him as he leads him into the mansion. Come, my boy. Let's get you seen to. Though the pain was inconceivable, Jimmer's vision starts to slowly return. He looks over his shoulder and sees Galabras sitting in the blood-soaked dust, whimpering softly, still clutching his broken arm, tears streaming down his face, and all alone as the mansion door swings shut. It's as if time stopped that beautifully written piece by Skid <laughs> played out. That's amazing, Skid. <laughs> Thank you. For all to hear. And you just see this, Jimmer, and your years of fighting, you know that you've been got. Hmm. That fire oh. giant still has some movement left, so he takes one more step forward 
and swings at Thune. And hits. Oh, no. Oh, man. We hardly hardly knew you. This is actually (laughs) incredible news because I thought Thune was going to morph into a fire giant and, like, betray us. Like right now, really? Yeah, that's what you thought. Yeah, I thought he was part of this trend. That's I like, could be wrong. That's why he ran away. I don't know why everybody's so paranoid about Thune? I'm paranoid as shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thune takes twenty-seven points of damage Oof. with that one. Bam! Baboom! Sword. And then the doors swing open, <laughs> and a creature, perhaps one you've never seen before, comes flying. Out the door. Oh, no. (laughs) Cool. I say flying because it's moving very, very fast. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) It uh, resembles a powerfully built wolf the size of a large draft horse. Oh, no. With ebony fur and burning, fiery red eyes. What? What? Where do they get these things? There appears to be two of them. Oh, no. And they both come out of the doors. One just rushes up. Here to uh, the north. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. Oh, man. That is a scary looking thing. Its yeah. legs are like too long for its body. <laughs> oh, God. That's so awful. You want to get the uh, extended view here? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like the head of the Baskervilles. Oh, it's so messed up. Not unlike the hellhounds you fought, but these are much larger and uh, not made of fire themselves, although their eyes burn with an unending flame. Uh, here's what's going to happen. They're both going to unleash um, cone attacks. It is a 30-foot cone. <laughs> so I believe the first one will hit Dalgrith and Jimmer. Oh, no. And then the second one, uh, if aimed correctly, will hit Baron and Metra. I'm invisible. Are you invisible? Yes. Okay. So I don't uh, know if they have any kind of scent ability, but... Do they do have sense. scent? Um, but scent is in like an automatic. I know where you are. Um, I can detect opponents within thirty feet by sense of smell. Uh, but I do not know the exact location. But it detects you, and he breathes fire in that direction. Now, this is something we were talking about before we uh, went on air. We couldn't remember if you had put mirror images on not uh, on yourself or not. And uh, we started listening back to the episode, and we just we had to start recording. So, um, I think the answer is no. Yeah. Also, it doesn't matter for this attack. It yeah, should, it doesn't matter for this it attack. It doesn't matter for this attack. The adjustment, because I have the spell adjustment still on, but that should have reset when I did a night's rest, but I haven't marked it on my spell list, so I'm assuming I haven't Right, it. right. Well... Just for shits and gigs. <laughs> Let's start with uh, Dalgrith and Jimmer's reflex save oh, to try no. and only take half damage from this first horrible creature. Come on, Dalgrith. Come on, buddy. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> fucking bad start. It's reflex. It's reflex. Bad start, Dalgrith. 21? 21. What about you, Dalgrith? 20. Oh, DC 21. Yes! Fuck <laughs> me, man. Yes. From no damage yes. to full damage. Yes. Every time, man. So, Dalgrith. The nimble rogue <laughs> will take uh, 43 points of fire. Oh, my God. Holy oh, wow. shit. It's and a real bad start. Jimmer will take 21 points of fire damage. Oh, uh, and uh, unless you have evasion, uh, in which case you take... Uh, I don't. No, I have evasion, and I, yeah. it doesn't matter with a... All I need is a natural six! Come on, O'Brien. And now, uh, lady and gentlemen, uh, Metra and Baron, please roll the same save. 
Uh, I don't know. Will a 37 do it? All right. You're all right. But what about old Metra? Is she, is she nimble? Like um, a cat. Okay. So I fail. However, I'm going to use my swirling smoke tattoo. Um, which gives me... Uh, I thought it was a flavor tattoo! It wasn't. I paid for it and everything. <laughs> on a failed reflex save, it grants the ability to re-roll the reflex save and gain a plus four bonus. Okay. Oh, wow. That's okay. very cool. Cool. So I will do that. Immediate action, just you can... Uh, is it an immediate action or a swift? I'll look that up, but it's... Well, that's important, because if it's swift, you can't it do it right now. Uh, Ooh. And I get... And I, yeah. It's a uh, 39. Okay. Um, I mean, it would make sense. It's probably an immediate action. It would have to be. Do it as part of a reaction. That yeah. wouldn't really help you uh, if you did it on your turn. I'm yeah. going to just <laughs> reroll that reflex from, my <laughs> yeah, turn. from yesterday. An immediate, just, an immediate action. Okay. Do either you have evasion? I do not. Okay. Then you'll both take 17 points of fire damage. Ouchies. Oh, wait. That's not all. Two more fire giants come out. Oh, oh no. Well, oh, no. Uh, all right. One. Uh, one, uh, let's see here. I'm invisible, remember? You are invisible. Let me, uh, actually, only one of them comes out because of the, uh, the choke point here with the, uh, these, these warhounds. So one comes, tactical geniuses. One comes out and, uh, <laughs> the other one. And we really have the advantage here. The other one's standing <laughs> at the door. So now there are three fire giants. One that is, as far as you know, uh, dying and two of these giant warhounds. Let's go to the next Round, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Baron Ashbeek. Uh, Baron is, his eyes widen, and he's just like, not like this, not like this, I'm not going down today. Five foot step away from the pupper. Uh, this is not difficult terrain, correct? So I can do that? Uh, yes, are you walking into the spikes? As long as you know, if you're walking into the spikes, just let me know. No, I'm not walking into the spikes. Okay, yeah, just uh, walk I'm actually going to take a five-foot step down towards the uh, barricade and, as opposed to further into the okay. silence so that I can swift action call down a deed of sacred protection or a judgment of sacred protection on myself. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move action, uh, quick clear my, my gun, mm-hmm. and then I will fire once at the pupper. Do it! Uh, so I'm... Can I... Oh, shit, I didn't do this for so I'm not going to do that. Um... I'd also like to do a knowledge check after applying uh, 20 points of damage against the pupper. Then you definitely hit, right? Uh, yeah, it was an 18 on the die. Okay. Um, uh, so 20 points of damage? Yes. Okay. Uh, I want to do a knowledge check on... The pupper. On the pupper. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute, I'm going to put them down. Look at that little pupper. Uh, Is that knowledge planes, or maybe? knowledge religion? Uh, let's say uh, planes. Uh, so Baron uh, speaks out to Metra, who's the only person who could hear him. Uh, I need to know what these things are so I can call down my bane on them. Uh, By the way, I, I, I think I read somewhere, it might have been on the subreddit, that you can't do bane outsider. You have to be more specific than that. I think that's something we let slide a couple weeks ago. No, I mean, it, Outsider just has a whole bunch of, like, specificities. But if yes, you pass yeah. the ID, you'll know the specificities. Yeah, you know what it's it is. That. So really, it's yeah. your fault. No, it's, it's right. my fault, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, But you're like, if you bane Outsider like saying bane and another Outsider enters the room, you don't oh, get bane that against makes all of them. That you makes just sense. get against the one. Sure. Um, all right, so, yeah, roll knowledge planes. I am unable to do so, so that's why I called out to Metra. Uh, I guess Thune could also hear me around the cone of silence, as it were. Um, but so, someone says, Because oh! <laughs> he just get it by a great sword. <laughs> Uh, and he's all so, fighting. Is that the universal so sound? <laughs> when you get hit by a great sword. Oh, no. 
That's like semaphore. That's like no matter where you go in the world, you hear that sound and you know someone's been hit by a great sword. <laughs> uh, Baron, you, uh, what do you think? Are you done? Yeah, I've taken all the actions I possibly could that round. Yeah, the quick clear was the real... Uh, slowed things down. Really slowed things down for yeah. the old gunslinger. Uh, it's all right. You're only fighting uh, five horrible enemies. Metra... What are you thinking here? I'll roll a knowledge check. Okay, I knowledge. My knowledge planes. planes isn't that great. So, 15. 15. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just don't know. Okay, so Metra will, uh, while still invisible, will move through. I can move through the spikes, right? They're like difficult terrain. Um, I can tell you what happens if you move through the spikes, or I can give you a little bit of a, a heads up. It looks like it's dangerous. You might take, take some damage. Yeah. Uh, let me... It's like barbed wire. Actually, I, I, I can tell you, because you would know, like, oh, this looks like it's going to hurt. <laughs> All right, you know what? Because of the angle of the spikes, it's easier to go the way you're going than if you're trying to go uh, from the south to the north. So if you're going from the south to the north, it actually, uh, if you want to do it carefully, it costs three squares of movement in order to pass to be like, each square with a spike. Ding, 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 ding. And if you don't do that, you could get really uh, effed. Up. However, it'll just be regular difficult terrain going from uh, north to south. Okay, uh, then I will go move beneath the spikes. Okay, so and you're one, still in biz. Just uh, burning and on fire. <laughs> just burning and on fire, invisibly. <laughs> burning with an invisible fire. When I catch fire, would it be like just an invisible halo of flame, or the flames suddenly become invisible? I think they were no. my person. I, I think, think it would cast a little bit of light, but the flame itself, because it's attached, it's it's coming out of your body, would still be invisible. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's like a cloak of flames. It's a cloak of flames. Yeah. Okay. Uh, put on my cloak of flames. And then uh, I will cast a little spell that requires you, uh, my friend. Troy to uh, roll some reflex saves. Some reflex saves. Yeah, so I'm going to multiples. I'm going to ca- basically I'm going to cast the hungry pit mm-hmm. in the ten foot ten by ten square right oh, in wow. front of the door. Nice. Which will catch both the dog and the fire giant. Oh, nice. Uh, the fire giant. Uh, right, your square looks to be like it's taking up a lot of squares. Can you show me the exact four squares that it takes up? Well, your map is kind of halfway on. Your grid is kind of halfway on these maps. So basically, like is the, it? Yeah. It's like we're on, the door is on a halfway point and like the giant is standing in the wall there. Right. But the grid is right. So if you... The door right, is well, then I'll move it. door. I'll move it so it blocks the door and gets the giant and the dog. Yeah, that uh, that's pretty ugly. Now, let me ask you this. It's only taking one square of the dogs and two of the giants. Do they get a, a bonus to their save or anything? Or, they, like, wouldn't it, he be considered just on the pit? Or how's The spell that says any creature standing in the area where you first conjured the pit must first make a reflex save uh, to avoid falling into it. So okay. So I read that. Like, they got a foot on there. They got to make a reflex save. Okay. And it says the area. So that's one of those things where I... I have to make the call. All right, so I'm going to start with the fire giant because he's got an amazing reflex save, uh, as we've learned throughout this adventure. Uh, oh, that is a natty uh, 18, so that's uh, going to be a 22. God damn it. That passes. Passes, okay. Oh, I hope these uh, warhounds have good reflexes. <laughs> <laughs> and another pass. Oh. All right, that's fine. I wanted to create some difficult what was terrain. The DC? 21. Yeah. 
And uh, now the other guy can't get in without having to make a jump. Yeah, uh, that actually that 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 could help you out because now he's like limited to range attacks or trying to use his unbelievable acrobatics to jump over the pit. Exactly. Uh, okay. I believe that would make me become visible. Uh, okay. Yeah, that is that is offensive. I'm offended by it <laughs> personally. Uh, very cool. Very cool. It's good to see Hungry Pit coming out again because um, I hate it. It's Thune's turn. Thune is in bad shape over there. He just is toe-to-toe with a giant, and it doesn't look like the, he has any help now because of, uh, because of the situation with these, uh, these warhounds. However, Thune, as we've seen so far, is a kind of careless badass. He has a great sword. He could five-foot step and take two attacks. This giant has has not been hit or has been hit. Let's I don't see. think that giant has been hit because we focused all our attacks on the other giant. He hasn't been hit, and Thune would know that. All right, so, oh, man. Thune is actually going to uh, withdraw and try to uh, do a full withdrawal, which I think will he'll be yeah, he'll be safe from attacks of opportunity. Uh, to get- Thune, save yourself! <laughs> I'm thumbing! Uh, he's going to try and move uh, closer to uh, the gunslinger and Jimmer. So he's just going to full full withdraw, avoid the AOO, and now he is in that cone of silence there, or the radius of silence. Uh, good good move, Thune. Get himself right in the cone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dalgrith, you are up. There is a felled giant right next to you, but you just got burned. Yeah. Uh, I will also try uh, a monster ID on these things. Okay. It's going to be tough. Has Dalgrith seen them before? No. 15. Same as no, Metro. Maybe heard tell. Uh, maybe heard tell, but never seen him in the flesh. Uh, this is this is brutally difficult. Um, I don't know. Uh, he's going to look at Jimmer in the, in the cone of silence. <laughs> like, which way? Left or right? Uh, he's going to nod his head towards the, the dogs. Towards the dogs, Dahlgraith yeah. uh, grits his teeth and just runs at the dog! <laughs> so he's going to uh, he'll do an acrobatics check to avoid an attack of opportunity. Okay, straight up against its CMD. Straight up against its CMD. Uh, that is... Um, Jeez, oh, uh, that's a forty-one. Yep, you're okay. And nice. then uh, he is going to try to grab grab onto the dog. Wow, you're gonna try and ride it. He's gonna try to ride <laughs> it right to the gates of hell. Uh, it is a large creature, right? It sure is. Uh, okay, then. no, that's a. Fl- I just did some flavor sizing here on the map. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually that large. Oh no! Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> it's eight hundred feet tall. <laughs> it's, feet tall. <laughs> it's a colossus. Got to climb to the throat. Uh, uh, oh, so you're uh, you're I'm gonna, gonna try, try to. To, to climb onto him, that's a uh, thirty-six. Okay, and that, again, that's just against CMD, just against CMD. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah you are on. Uh, okay, um, it's bucking though. Yeah, I think that's gonna. It's like you're in a saloon with a mechanical bull. Yeah, or uh, a real bull. Or a real bull. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> this one's alive. I was trying to put it in terms Dalgrith would understand. Ah. <laughs> it's not his first rodeo. Uh. Uh. Get out. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's that's it. Yeah, that'll do it. That's it it for you. Yeah. Yikes. Well, here comes Jimmer. Jimmer. (laughs) Okay, so Jimmer, he has to move where he's standing. He has to move at least 10 feet to be able to hit anything. So that means 
You right? can take a five foot step diagonally up and be in range. And oh, the dog. that's true. Okay. Oh, that's um, true with the with the dog that uh, blew. Yeah, Dalgrith. That might be my best move then. What I was what I was thinking of doing is taking moving ten feet, like kind of between the giant and the the southernmost dog, and then fighting um, defensively. Since I only get one attack anyway, that wouldn't mm-hmm. affect me that much. But instead, I am going to follow Matthew's advice. Yeah, I mean, this gives you a chance to three. Yeah, hit. if I could take this thing out, like that would be huge. I mean, amazing. Uh, so I am going to attack. Okay. Uh, that is a natty 17 critical threat. Oh, yes. Yes. baby. <laughs> I mean, this is the worst shape you've been in. And it's only the, what, round three since yeah. you've entered the dungeon. If it's you can pickle. take this out, it completely changes the fight because oh, yeah. of what Metra did there. Uh, if this thing lives, though, for one more round, that one more round might be enough. If that breath weapon recharges, this, why, this really is so ugly. This is so critical. Come I'm, on, Jimmer. So come on, Jimmer. I'm assuming you confirmed. So I rolled a natty four on the confirm. Okay. But I have critical focus, so that gives me an additional plus four on my confirm rolls. Okay. Uh, so that is a 30 to confirm. That is confirmed. Yeah! Oh man, Woo! we need that. Oh, it's that huge. We need that. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one from Jamie in Richmond, Virginia. Five point palm exploding heart technique. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We just watched so much <laughs> Tarantino this last weekend. He taught me five point palm exploding heart technique. In a blur, you unleash a series of calculated blows, slices, stabs that seem to do little harm, only to simultaneously ravage vital organs moments later. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Hold on, hold on a minute. Normal damage initially. Right. Target is staggered for 1d2 rounds and will see and will receive an additional double damage at the end of said rounds. That's fun. Oh, that's that fun. is fun, but it might kill us. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. But you might still kill it before the end of this round. Um, DC 17 fortitude save negates stagger, but makes the additional damage just normal damage again. So double damage comes in regardless at some point, but okay. it's just delayed. Uh, I'll so. roll the fortitude save. It's almost a slam dunk, I'll tell you, but I could, unless I roll extremely low. Uh, got it. That's great DC for us. DC 30 fortitude? Oh, you said DC 30 fortitude? I didn't say. The you, DC you said DC 17. Oh, yeah. I, the, the, the person who submitted that wrote that. That's not the DC. They just oh. made up a DC. Oh, they made up a DC. Uh, sorry. Okay. Uh, the, it's DC 30. It's, 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 it's his it's, confirmation okay, so role. no, it is failed. Yeah. Uh, it would be, I think it would be better for us if he succeeded at the save. Because uh, then the double damage comes in right away. Well, he's staggered. He can't move. Maybe we yeah. can position a little bit. He can either take a move or a standard action. Yeah, right. right so. Uh, uh, so go ahead and roll normal damage. Okay, so that is 26 points of damage. Okay. okay. So it'd be another 26 after how many rounds? After, yeah, roll a 1d2 there, Trey. 1d2. Uh, let me get my d4. It takes an hour and a half to pick up. Uh, two rounds. All right. Okay. Now kill him before <laughs> okay. he has a turn. Kill him before his heart explodes. <laughs> uh, natural one. Oh, oh no! Natural one. No! No! Uh, and a natural two on the confirm. Oh, my God! But you know what I'm going to do is... Oh, you can I, do that thing. Yeah, I'm going to do my reliable strike. Yeah, it's a new day for you guys uh, now. Yeah, it's a new day. It's so. a new dom. What do you get, two it's of those a, a day? day? Uh, two a day, yeah. Oh, that's a we're good doing, time to we're use We're doing two days, guys. All right, Natty 15. Um, All right. Okay. So uh, no, no fumble. Okay, no fumble. And, and then I'm assuming third, a hit third attack. Uh, natty 18, another critical yeah! threat. 
<laughs> Question going back to the 15. Is, is that a hit now, or you're just rolling to... No, that was just... That was my critical... My, my fumble confirmation roll. Oh, you're re-rolling You get to fumble. re-roll the fumble confirmation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Any any attack, like, confirmation roll, like anything. Okay, uh, cool. Okay. So um, even though that's a, ho- a house rule that uh, negates that, but the 18 is a critical threat rule yeah. to confirm. I mean, it's specifically listed under these things. Right, that's cool. Uh, and then the confirm roll... 15, 24 to confirm? That's a confirmed. Yes! yes! Huge! Exactly a confirmed. Huge! Uh, all right. So they're not impossible to hit. No. Especially no. if you're, well, if you're a jimmer. Yeah. Well, 24 is not <laughs> yeah, 24 crazy. is not crazy. Uh, this one from Rob in Munich. Hi, Rob. Uh, backed into a corner. Actually, is he sort of, of a is. corner? Yeah. You overwhelm the defenses of your target with your precise attacks and clever maneuvering. You deal double damage and reduce the target's AC by two for every hit this turn, including previous hits. Oh wow! Until, That's great until the start of your next turn, so you're okay. minus four to its AC uh, until the uh, start of Jimmer's next turn. And it's double damage. And it's double damage. Yeah. Okay. So it's. Uh, that's 56 points of damage. <laughs> and remember, it's got another 26 coming in two rounds. In two rounds, yeah. Yep. Uh, one can only wonder if that fumble had been a hit. If yeah. That been enough to take it out. All right, keep me honest about that minus four to its AC. Because I believe... Let me go to my initiative track. I got 19 windows open. All right, it's the Fire Giant's turn to start. Uh, this is the one that said, Now! He saw that uh, Thune there ran back into the silence. He doesn't like that silence. He knows he's going to lose his voice when he goes in there. But he's not a caster. He's not afraid. It ain't, it ain't uh, darkness. Um, he is going to... Oh, by the way, it's dark in this room. Make sure you're making me roll my... Uh uh, 20% mischance. Oh, okay. I didn't roll that on Thune. Uh, um, I don't think he's got the movement to get up there. So these guys were just standing in darkness, unable to see anything. As far as you know. It's just silly. You said they had a little torque. No? Okay. I said I thought they would have something. But yeah, they, me they, too. Like, they didn't. They That's got, why it was creeping us out. Maybe they got goggles or something. No, they don't. We, we looked for them. Or well, the one that came in from the side. Yeah, maybe the one that came in from the side. Uh... All right. I'm assuming the dogs have dark vision. All right, he actually can get up in melee range with Thune, so he does, and he takes a swing at Thune with the great sword. 20% mischance. Let's see if it hits first. Whew, it sure does. Um, let's roll the mischance. Uh, 88. <laughs> oh, poor Thune. Oh, man. This oh, is brutal. Thun. And this is without even power attack on... Okay, very, very low damage, but still 22 points of damage uh, on Thune. That puts Thune down to 36 hit points. Um, that giant is now 5 feet away from Thune, 20 feet away from Baron, and about you know 25 feet away from Jimmer. He's coming in, so he'll probably just kill Thune, make his way to Baron. Well, anyways, we'll figure it out as we go along. It is now these... These tactics w- will reveal themselves. <laughs> these <laughs> Warhounds turn... Um, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna lift up the old GM screen here. You know what? I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like Joe. Uh, their breath weapon recharges every one uh, d four rounds. Okay. I like telling you these things. Why do I like telling you because these things? Because they're irrelevant, because you roll the best possible result every time anyway. <laughs> so all I got to do is roll this D4 right in front of me. You know, let me get my new glass cannon. And the one uh, does not denote a minimum one round of recharge, correct? You're, you're taking it, it that as one. It never before. Okay. Yeah, it means you can use that round. So <laughs> no, it doesn't quite If make I roll a one, this guy up top here, breath weapon on, uh, I guess, Jimmer and Dalgrith. 
Anything else? Oh, well, okay. Well, here's the thing. Then you'll know when it's coming. That's the only problem with it. I'm going to go behind the screen. Okay. <laughs> it's a one. It's coming. We're the ultimate team. It's not a one. Okay. It's coming someday. All right. Well, that's good. It's not a one. Okay. That's All very right. good. Very good. All right. So that guy instead is going to... This is a southern hound? This is no. This is the Northern Hound. The Northern Hound. Ha- Northern- oh, I'll have a slice yes. of Northern Hound, please. <laughs> so slice with some, finest with some Dijon. Uh, he is going to take a bite out of either Dalgrith or Jimmer. Let's see. Looks like it's going to be Jimmer. He's going to try to take a bite out of Jimmer. Okay. Here comes the bite. Thirty. That's a miss to hit. Nice. And that is the the extent of his turn. Let's see if the other guy has his breath weapon active. And who will he go after? (laughs) Find out next week. He does not. Okay. All right. So instead, he is not fettered by uh, the uh, staggered condition. So he'll just go right up to Baron's business. This is so bad. Uh, he's actually going to. Where was he? He was here. One. Yeah, he'll go up to Baron's business. Otherwise, it's going to be a. We're close. Provoke. You can't come in. <laughs> close. <laughs> Baron's business is close for the winter. Uh, Baron with the end. Here comes a bite at Baron. Uh, Thirty-eight to hit. Holy crap! <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh you're my take god. Some damage here. Some damage. That's going to be twenty points of regular. Okay, that's not good. And four points of fire damage. Wow. He's got a fiery wow. bite. And what's worse is now it's right up next to you, forcing you to take a five-foot step back to avoid the AOO. Although you don't know what his reach situation is. However, Thune is right behind you, thereby thereby preventing you from moving beyond uh, five feet. After that, I don't know what's going to happen, but it is this other. Other fire giant's turn here. He is going to take a five. Oh no, he can't take a five foot step. There's a pit there. Difficult to raise. Uh, so how does that work? Where I? Uh, I think he should move up five feet. Up five I feet. Think, yeah, because I mean, when you save on the pit, uh, generally you just like, move out of the pit. But the one thing we've never done is if I end my turn adjacent to the pit, I got to roll a reflex save to avoid falling in. That's that is true because we always get that wrong because it's in the create pit text, not the right, pit right. text. So this is actually tricky. In order to make sure he doesn't stand uh, right next to the pit, uh, he's going to have to move up into uh, Jimmer and Baron's business, which will provoke from Jimmer. Question for you. Also, Fuck, are the hounds technically there. the hounds both finish their turn adjacent um, to the pit? Is that considered adjacent? It would be okay. adjacent if you were attacking. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. It's really And Dahlgrave is holding on to one of them. <laughs> uh, DC 21, you said? Yeah. Top one staggered. Just made it with a 21. I got it. Uh, they have really good, good reflexes and a natural 20 <laughs> on the second one. Okay. Uh, Jeepers. That would have been <laughs> shitty. See ya. Oh. <laughs> but this guy is actually... you could have just dragged Dahlgrave down into a pit. That I just know. seemed like a missed hey. opportunity. <laughs> Um, I really oh, don't. Could you imagine down in the bottom of a hungry, hungry, hungry pit, <laughs> fiery outsider hound? Oh, oh God! Oh, this is brutal. This is really bad here uh, for the fire giant. He has nowhere to go. Um, acrobatics are shitty. If he has to stay close to that pit, he's just going to fall in. I literally don't know what to do here. Uh, <laughs> oh, the hungry pits. Uh, I actually forgot about that part, so I'm glad you remembered, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Or Joe. Well, all right, here's what's going to happen. He is going to 
uh, try and make his way down below the pit. He has the movement speed, but that will provoke from uh, Jimmer. And then Dalgrith, are you are you able to uh, provoke while you're up on the hound? I don't see why not. Okay. Um, then go ahead and uh, both of you take an attack of opportunity. Love that image. The corner of Dalgris eyes. He sees the fire giant making a move. Takes one hand off the hand, hound and swings back. Swings back at it. Uh, of course not. Of course I, I, not. Uh, could there, there ever be 31? 31 hits, yes. In my mind, Joe, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if you rolled a natural 20 right Yeah, now? wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be, Matthew? <laughs> uh, 28 points of damage for Jimmer. 28 points of damage. That was shitty. Well, he gets away from the pit, but that, that really stinks. Um, and I had to use uh, slightly over my available movement um, to kind of maneuver to get down there, so I can't take a standard action now. Uh, now, the guy back here in the darkness... Um, in the hallway? In the hallway... He is going to... Uh, is it a move action to pull something out of your John? Yeah. yeah. Well, something. Is yeah. it a weapon? Uh, no, he's going to pull out a torch. Yeah, it's a move All right, action. then that's, yeah, that's, a, that's move action. Move action. All right, move action pulls out the torch, and then he is going to grab a rock out of his bag and throw it uh, at Jimmer. Jimmer is in darkness, but I'm in light. It's a 50% mischance. 50% mischance. All right, so I'll roll it all together. Wait, 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 wait. Pull out a torch. Is it? Was it lit in his pocket? It's a... Oh, it's a magical, ever-burning... Let me just make sure it situation. is. Yes. Is that a torch in your pocket? Continue the sun, sun rod. <laughs> yeah, no, it's an ever-burning torch. It just comes out. Nice. It's good to go. Uh, all right, so this is going to be the old rock toss here at Jimmer. Okay. 50% mischance. Okay. Uh, all right. Fifteen misses. Uh, it's a, it, it should be twenty percent because the the well, light the uh, light extends. I rolled a five. I, I, I missed. Okay. Oh, you missed anyway. Yeah, I missed anyway. Okay. Uh, awesome. And cool. he cannot do anything. He is stuck back. Awesome. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, God, that's shitty. And uh, all right, so you survived another round of uh, of these five creatures. <laughs> It is Baron's turn. Come on, Baron. Baron, your brother. Baron, Baron is going to pray to Torag that these hounds don't have reach. He's going to take a diagonal step northwest. <laughs> yep. And he's going to help out his buddy Thune and begin a full round attack against that giant. Oh. Unless he gets attacked by the hound. He goes to fire away, and it looks like their reach does not extend. Oh, yes! yes! Wow! Full round attack rabbit action. That's amazing. We're going to get up close and deadly on this first They're attack. just using their neck muscles with the bite. They yeah. don't have claw attacks. Uh, 33 to hit. That's a hit. Nice. Yeah, it is. Let's talk about damage. We, we need a natural 20, it. dude. Not touch AC. <laughs> How's a 33 gets touch grab you? <laughs> uh, 36 points of damage Ooh, on the first shot. Nice. Okay. Second attack up close and deadly. We need this thing dead, Let's man. Some boom sound. 15 on the dice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Somebody dice. It's not making any noise. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's, right. that's right. It's complete silence. <laughs> Silent gunfire. You, you've overstepped. Joe. 34 <laughs> points of damage again. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. Was it 34 okay. last time? Okay. Uh, the next attack at a lower bonus. Critical threat. Oh! 19 oh! on the die! Oh, oh my God. Finish him! Oh, the uh, inevitable. Oh, come on. Uh, if it was not a confirm, it would be a misfire. But since this is a confirmation, I'll tell you what the total is 14. 14, that is a confirm. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! 
Yes. Wow. Oh, phenomenal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wow. Oh, God. Four. Oh, this is good. Uh, this is exciting. Do, 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 do. This is Steven from Yokosuka, Japan. Oh, oh see Yoko. you soon, Steven. Steven. You going to Japan? Yeah, September. Yeah. Nice. Steven from Yokosuka, Japan. Uh, red Shell. Red Shell. Your attacks seem to keep finding your target no matter how they hide. Double damage on this attack, so times four, four. and gain a plus two to hit and ignore cover and concealment against this target for 1d4 rounds. Uh, so uh, if he survives the quadruple damage. Quadruple damage. We'll see. Come on, oh my God. dude. I'm going to use a calculator. Just yeah. bear with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. That's bad for me. <laughs> so he's in the silence, so it doesn't sound like this. <laughs> this is how I hear it. Just an automatic machine gun fire. Just filling this thing with bullet holes. Die, motherfucker, die. <laughs> He's still rolling dice. Hasn't even started adding them yet. Uh, that is 112 points of damage. <laughs> it, it, it died. Yeah, I get my grip point back. Oh, it dies God. in the most horrible, gruesome way. <laughs> no, that was the giant. He wasn't shooting the dog. He was shooting uh, the giant. <laughs> yeah. oh, Wait, man. were you really? Yeah. yeah. Wait, the whole time you were shooting the giant? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought That's you were what I said at the beginning. Dog. Yeah. I assume uh, I yeah, killed yeah. the giant, though, too, uh, right? With, what, 100 points of damage yeah. after the first two hits? Yeah. So you and the first two hits didn't kill him with 34 plus 34, 64 points of damage. He hadn't taken a hit. No. Uh, yeah, that's that's good. Good. So wait, which giant? The one behind you? Yeah. yeah behind I went out okay. to go help out my boy Thune. All right. Yeah. So Thune. it's a total of, uh, what, over 170 It was 218 points Yeah, no, that one's dead. Okay. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So the dog is yet alive. It's like 170 The dog Baron whips around from his third out of four attacks and a full round attack action and eyes the dog and just growls at him and doesn't make any noise and generally <laughs> looks like a fool. Let's see what happens with the plus six. 19 critical threat. Yes! Oh my God. This dude is such a beast oh right now. Oh my God. God, Baron. Uh, with the 12 against touch to confirm. That is a confirmed kiss. Oh 12 against touch against the dogs? Really? Yeah. They're big. Wow. They're the big targets. Roll damage. Show you. Gotta find out yeah, I got to figure out what it is. Uh, all right. This one from Trevor in, uh, I think it's Westminster, Colorado. Wait. CO Westminster? Yeah, Westminster, yeah. Westminster, Colorado, I, Not, I believe. Just outside Denver. Uh, Denver. What's up, Trevor? This one is, let's pick that brain. Your projectile lodges itself up your target's nose and penetrates its brain. <laughs> wow, it makes sense for the dog, too. The target creature takes 1d4 intelligence and wisdom damage, fortitude save, halves the damage. Sorry, double damage, and the target takes 1d4 intelligence and wisdom damage, fortitude save, halves the damage. Okay. So uh, double damage for me is three times damage? No, no double it's damage is quadruple. quadruple. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It ha- that that save has the damage or has the intelligence? The intelligence damage. damage. Has the intelligence. The, yeah, the intelligence so and wisdom. That confirmation was a 12, so you should ace that part yeah, of it. Yeah, I saved on that, so. Around 19. Couple sevens, Troy. Oh, boy. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my> D8s. <laughs> Roll a seven on a D4. 88 <laughs> points of damage. Okay, it's still alive. Damn okay. it. Uh, okay, that's uh, great, that's, dude. And then that's my... That's my that's what Ooh. fucking turn, man? Yeah, that, that was huge. That is my turn. <laughs> That's it? You done? I was, th- I was thinking about calling down a swift judgment. Would intelligence and wisdom damage have any effect on this creature? Is its uh, recharging it ability dependent on its wisdom? It would affect its will save. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. Think. Would you please uh, 
roll that damage then? What about its skill ranks? What damage? <laughs> the intelligence and <laughs> No, no, it bypassed the save. Oh, you, you, you have. It halves the damage. You have. Oh, it halves the damage. Yeah, what so is it? if you roll a four, it matters. If you roll anything less, it doesn't. Okay. Well, it's still minimum, minimum one. Minimum one, probably. Yeah. I roll a four. <laughs> oh, so oh wow. Two, so, yeah. Two, two damage, that means you you take a minus one to your save. Wow. Okay. Your will what save. was that one called? Uh, let's pick that brain. Nice. Yeah. Let's pick that brain indeed. All right, so two of the uh, four fire giants <laughs> are dead. I can't believe the way this turned on Baron. This is on the uh, Norse Foundry Black D20, by the way. I love it. CCP D20. These things roll rocks. Uh, okay, all right. It's looking a lot better for you guys. Let's see what Metra is up to. You came to the other side of the spikes here. You've separated yourself. What are you, what are you thinking over there? Okay, uh, as swift action with the Quicken Meta Magic Rod, I'm going to cast Magic Missile against the dog. Okay, which one? The one the Baron just shot the at? The one the Baron just shot at. That okay. Could, that could do it. Uh, that's going to be 20 points of damage. I'm sorry, 19 points of damage. Still alive. Oh, no. Still alive. Oh. Uh. Okay. <laughs> that complicates things. It sure does. All right. Fine. Uh, I'm going to ca- have your uh, have the other dog roll a will save. All right. This is the dog that Dogwraith is on? Yes. All right. Now you... I'm sorry. I have fortitude. Save. All right. Now, do you want to tell me what you're doing? Because you already cast a spell. I got to roll. That was the meta magic. Oh, that was the one. Yeah. Rod. So I me, actually, I got to roll before you cast the will save. Okay. Uh, has a 20 against touch AC suit you. This is good. All right. <laughs> Roll your fortitude save. Okay. Uh, fortitude Wait, save. I, I'm sorry. Is it offered any cover by all the, the spiky stuff and all that? I don't know what um, he's doing. He, I'm casting disintegrate. I can also move to... Uh, so you're shooting it through the, the spiky, here, but I'll, even with cover, I'll, like I'll move 20 against touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should, should still it. hit, I would think. If it, if it has a Even if it has a plus four to its touch, it yeah. would still be a hit. Sure. However, I, I nailed the save with a 30. Okay. You said these things are only like three feet high, right? The spikes? The spikes are three feet high, okay. and they're at an angle. Great. So I'm not worried about the spikes. And you're, they're, they're also spaced apart. You can see through. It's just he was shooting at that point through the other dog. Okay. Roll terribly. Uh, the upper dog takes 16 points of damage. Okay. And that is my turn. Could have been a much better That could have been a monster turn. Uh, yeah. Monster turn. That could have been. That really changed the tide. Uh, all right. Well, it's Thune's turn. Thune now feels the tide of battle changing. Uh, so he is going to charge at this dog with, his, with his 36 remaining hit points. No! And swing uh, the great sword that you gave him. The old plus one great sword. Uh, and he misses. Oh, no. no. <laughs> we need that dog to Roll go down. A total t- a 20 and missed. And now he's... He's just stuck there right next to it. Uh, what if its breath weapon recharges in this round? That would be permanent. I know. You know he rolled a two on that D4. Uh, uh, okay. It is Dalgrith's turn. Dalgrith, we need a big round out of you here. Yeah. Good luck finding that. Uh, Dalgrith <laughs> is going to shimmy his way uh, around this creature. You're already attached to him, right? Aren't yeah. You? yeah. Yeah. He's just going to shimmy into like a flanking position with Jimmer. So we're just going to move along the creature. Um, there's no real rules on this, so it's whatever you say. It's can be another climb check or just just move, shimmying just, along the creature. Yeah. I hate that there are no rules for this thing. I feel like there should yeah. be have gone into more. But detail. I love the image and of you just, grabbing on his fur and like under his belly. And yeah, just exactly. Getting like moving exactly around, and you just stay in the spaces around it. You don't occupy the same space as it. There are yeah, spaces, the, right? again, it's not clear. It's not crystal clear, but we can do it however you that want. That would drive me nuts. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I played that character. Uh, yeah, roll another climb check. Okay. 
Uh, but just give yourself a plus five because you're already on it, we'll say. Okay, 37. 37. Uh, yeah, you're fine. So you're able to shimmy along. All right, and, so I uh, shimmy just until I'm... Fl- it's uh, about 10 feet of movement, and I'm flanking with Jimmer. Okay. Uh, and I will uh, stab him. Okay. Let's try stabbing him stabby, one stabby. time here. Uh, that is a... 31. That is a hit. Yes. That is a hit. All right. Beautiful. And that will be. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, that's oh. nice. There we go. That looks nice. There we go. That is 39 points of damage. That is a dead doggy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Dowdrick. Just had to get in the wow. uh, un- grab it under its fur and then oh, find that soft, soft spot under yeah. its yeah. head. Plunges up God. with the short sword. Uh, I feel like whipping right. its head around, like trying to like find you on its <laughs> body. Nipping at him. Ah, nipping ah, at trying to bite it. around. Uh, all right, don't worry about his breath weapon recharging. It is Jimmer's turn. All right, so Jimmer with those threats. That threat done. He's going to take another five-foot step uh, to the other remaining dog. Probably doesn't have a lot left in him. And doesn't that other dog explode internally, like out on Jimmer's back because of the five-point heart thing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Death rose, you'll take 20d6 damage. He's going to take a swing at the remaining dog. Natty 17, critical threat. Yeah! <laughs> critical threat. Uh, oh, we are burning through these Save now. the crit. It had five hit points Oh, okay. Left. Okay, all right. All right. You one-shot that dog. Awesome. <laughs> no more breath weapons. Okay. Two fire giants left, though. One is behind that pit, uh, and you have you had to move to get there, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. That other fire giant, uh, he is... Uh, well, the other one hasn't been hit at all, but he's trapped he's behind that hungry pit. pit. This one is taking a little bit of damage. It's going to be their turn. Uh, there are two fire giants dead. Let's start with the one um, who was near the hungry pit. Jeepers, this is... Uh, Metro, you're visible now, yes? Yeah, I've been visible. All right, so he will carefully step over this thing. Uh, oh, Over shoot. the spike. And uh, was that a five-foot step? No, he had to move two feet. And he'll take one swing at you. But you know what? We're only can be one swing. One I throw on power attack. That does not bode well. <laughs> at old Metra. That is going to be a 30 to hit. Yeah. Oh, no. And I already took a swift action. Oh, dear. So I'm in a little bit of danger here. Oh, dear. 34 points of damage. Okay. Boom! One I like it. big hit. And now it's on the other side of those spikes. And now it's the other guy's turn with the torch there. He will... Uh, oh, God. What the hell is he going to do here? He's got to get into the fight. These hungry pits. He's got to do that long jump, baby. Oh, God. His acrobat is negative. <laughs> do that long jump. <laughs> it's negative. Does he not believe in whatever cause they're fighting for? Do you get any bonus for uh, you know taking a running jump? I think you do. I think you have to be running. You know, it's yeah, it's DC ten to clear it because it's a, a long jump of ten feet. Uh huh. You're fine. But You're I want I want to get that bonus. It may know off the top of their head if you get a bonus for having a running start. It's for a running it gives jump. You more distance for a jump. jump. Yeah, you get more distance. Yeah. I don't need the distance. Damn it! I need the DC lower. <laughs> DC is ten. You need it lower than that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make a DC zero? Because then I'll, I might still miss it. Uh, all right, shit. Well, he is going to... You get a bonus. If, for creatures with a baseline speed above 30, above 30 feet receive a plus four, uh, plus four 
racial bonus on acrobatics checks to make make the jump for every 10 feet of the movement speed above 30. So I think I don't think that applies. Yes. Okay. No. So its base movement speed is above 30, but if it's, it's hampered by the, the armor that it's wearing. But that doesn't affect his base land speed is higher. So he would get a plus four. If he if he has a, a is base 40 land or... speed 40? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, plus four. Okay. It makes sense. Like, he should have a much easier time jumping over yeah. a 10-foot pit than He should literally be... Still, you know, I'm getting <coughs> negative to my roll here. So I have to roll. Uh, do, uh, do I have... Yeah, all right. So he's going <laughs> to... Yeah, but where am I going to land? Jimmer's there. Yep. Yeah, I can't do shit. You so. can stand on half of it. <laughs> I can stand, I'll be standing on half the pit. I'll fall at the end of the turn. Um, all right, so he is just... Fuck my fuck. He is going to just throw a rock at Jimmer. Uh, I think he can only throw one. Yeah. So he pulls a rock out of his... He better be a natural 20. Jimmer's eyes flash back to the spearhead he once threw. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 20 misses. Oh, no. So just whoosh, the rock just shatters on the back wall. And uh, and then he just kind of cowers back around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's over. See ya. See ya. Uh, all right, and that's that's it now. I have no other combatants He has a plane left. ticket to Cabo San Lucas right now. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was uh, not paying attention. Did you roll concealment on Metra? Oh, yeah? I didn't. Oh. And that's 50% out there? 20%. It is 55% for me. 55 Because of my shadow blend. So because I'm 10, 10 feet away... Because there's no light in the room, right? Right, right. So it's 50% mischance. It's, um, it's even though I'm within reach, because I'm not right next to the creature. No, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Even if you're right next to it in pitch darkness, it's 50. Let's see if you get that back. 61. Oh, oh. <laughs> you lucky bastard. Oh. I thought it was a 16 at first. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, new round, Baron. Uh... Baron is going to five-foot step directly up to kind of the barricade things and peek through. He's going to fire at this giant, see if he can help out his new friend. Don't worry about me. Whoa. Really? Yeah. You're in the silence. You can't hear that. That's That's true. true. And also, like... I go. (laughs) (laughs) I just... I don't know what else Baron would would do. I mean, he can't jump very far. He can't fly. Well, he could get on the broom of flying and chase after the giant, but that'd be ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, he won't, uh, you know, he'll rapid shot, whatever. Okay. Uh, first attack is a 21 to hit. 21 is a shot. Um, 29 points of damage on the first attack. Oh, yeah. Second attack is a hit at a 28. Not a good roll, so that's good for you with 23 points of damage. Okay. Third attack. But it's quiet, so it's... Uh, 21 against... Yeah, uh, like, like a silencer. Right. Yeah. You hear the uh, shell tinking on the ground. Yeah. Tink, tink, tink. Uh, that one is only 25 points damage. Okay. Oh, garbage. Final attack. <laughs> Embarrassing Can round. you close it out? 16. 16's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Bear Bear. 31 points of damage. And he's dead. Yes! (laughs) Grit point back. I just have these grit points just falling out of my hands. I can't hold on to all of them. Oh, man. Uh, And then let me just, well, now there's a Twitter account that counts my bullets, so I'll just not even do that. Uh, I knew at a certain point you'd just give up. I knew it. (laughs) No, here we go. I've got to get rid of eight. (laughs) All right, moving along. It is Metra's turn. All right. We're still in combat. Still in but combat. We just can't see that other friar giant. Left. Yep. He, he I'm ran away. I'm looking to see if I can dispel the pit. Presumably I could, right? Not presumably. It would say... Uh, yeah. It said has a D next to it uh, somewhere. 
Yeah, I don't see the D. It would be a standard action to uh, dispel it if it allows it. Okay, I'll do something else. Um, <laughs> it's not there. Yeah, okay, so three squares of movement to move through the uh, the sword uh, yeah, to move barrier thing? safely. Okay, I will you do that. Just try so. to do it unsafely and take your chances. Can I do an acrobatics check to try to jump over it? Yeah. It's three feet high. <laughs> sure can. Yeah. What's the DC on that? Oh, I'll, I'll roll and I'll <laughs> let you know if you pass. Okay. Uh, so when we were at Gen Con, uh, I was about to buy a die, and friend of the pod, Kevin, was came up next to me to buy his dice, and he was like, oh. And they very surreptitiously put my die on his bill. So oh, that's very nice. And to describe the die you purchased. It's, uh, it is the equivalent of Grant's Big Red and Skid's uh, Devastating Jimmer die. Yeah. <laughs> but it's big, blue. It's a big it's, blue D20. It's Della Blue. Big Della Blue. Metro Blue. It's weird because half of it looks like this weird... Uh, never mind. It looks like a used die. It is a little used. What was it? The chest? One of those Chessex. Uh, oh, cool. What'd you roll there, Studley? 22 acrobatics. You're all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're able to... Man, I wanted you to fail that. That would be great. Uh, I end up next between Jimmer, Thune, and Baron. Okay. And, and is that your turn? That's my turn. That's I had a double move. Your turn. Thune kind of wants to make the jump. He's got good acrobatics. Uh, well, let me make sure. I assume he does. Maybe he doesn't. You know what? They're not great. Uh, so Thune, do Thune will just hold and look to Sheriff Baron. Uh, My name's Sheriff Thune. Got, oh, oh. I'm all confused. <laughs> I'm all turned upside down. Look at Sheriff Thune. Uh, Dalgrith, it's your turn. Uh, Dalgrith, he'll just regroup. So he'll he'll move in next to Metra and Jimmer. Uh, over the body of this dead outsider hound and just, what's the plan? What, we going in after him? And uh, so, yeah, he's now next to Jimmer and Metra. Okay, it is Jimmer's turn. Uh, Jimmer's like, Metra, can you get rid of this thing? I can't, but I can get us over it. But right. I was very Kreska. I can't, but I can get us over it. So Jimmer's going to, he's just going to delay and wait for Metra to get to him. Ah, all right, so Jimmer delays. You don't hear, uh... Anything really on the other side of the... He doesn't come flying out and throwing rocks, we'll say. Uh, it is Baron's turn. Uh, Baron, knowing that... Uh, does Baron... Has Baron... Baron's been teleported by what you're about to do before, correct? Yeah. Do you speak words when you cast that spell? Yeah, I'll have to roll on the... Then uh, Baron will uh, move action dispel, right? Is that what standard it is? Standard action. Standard action dispel. Uh, and silence. The silence, so that uh, Metra can uh, unhindered. All right, so you'll dismiss it, and it is dismissible. <laughs> can I? So sorry, the silence is gone. Can I go back and add an action? Um, I just moved and spoke. Can I pull out uh, a potion? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you. Um, so, what do you want to do here? So who's up now? It's uh, Baron. Baron, you uh, dispel silence. I have uh, just a move action, but I'm not going to move. So okay. I'm done. Uh, so Metro, what are you thinking here? Dimension door over the pit. All yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Dimension door. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Even Thune is in there too. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of everybody. Yeah. Don't want to leave him behind. <laughs> all right. So hands across Metro. So you dimension door into that room. You guys all have um, dark vision. <laughs> yes. Uh, yep. This is what you see. Oh. You see what looks like um, quarters. <gasps> oh. For uh, oh, this is good. Maybe oh. the guards on duty with three. Bets. I was so worried that he was running off 
to go like ring so sound was I. the alarm. That's why I said, but this, this is, is a dead end. It's it looks a like a dead end. Room, yeah, so. the hungry pit it was the perfect place yeah. to trap uh, him in. A monster haunts of violence. We call this a kill room. <laughs> we pack him in here and then slay him where they sleep. However, Uh-oh. while there are three beds to the north, to the south is that fire giant who threw a few rocks at Jimmer and missed. But you see him lying on the floor with his own greatsword stuck <gasps> in his chest. Oh, what? Oh. We'll see you next week. Oh, my oh, God! An honorable death! Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.